everyone, welcome back or welcome to the General Podcast. My name is Aiden Simpson. Uh, I'm so glad you, you decided to come and check out the next episode uh, if you came back from the first one. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited to get into this. Uh, we got lots of stuff that I'm willing to talk about, willing to just like explore with you guys. Um, and I think it'll be just, I think it'll be good. It's always just chill conversation, you know what I mean? Again, this is my first time doing anything like this. So we're learning together because I honestly have no idea what I'm doing. But that's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. You know, we'll learn together, so that's fine. Um, so this episode is about, it's, it's called uh, Your Circle Matters, okay? This episode's all about uh, friendship, connections, the importance of having good friends around you. Um, I'm sure, like, growing up, like, I know me, my parents have definitely lectured me about, oh, Aiden, make sure you know who's, who you're able to hang around with, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I've seen that uh, conversation happen to a lot. I think it's important to talk about, uh, especially no matter where you are, you know, you're in uh, high school, going to college, you know, middle school, anything like that, um, the friends you have really are important. So, speaking of friends, I got a friend with me today. You know what I mean? I got a friend who's helping me out. So he'll be he'll be here a lot. I'll have other people on the pod on the podcast too. But primarily for this first part, you're gonna hear his voice a lot. Mr. Michael Edel, let's clap it up for him. It's just me though. <laughs> side claps, side claps, side claps. Go ahead, go ahead, introduce yourself, sir. Go ahead. Hey, thanks for thanks for having me. No problem. Um, no problem. appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm the youth pastor here at this church. Yes, sir. Um, I've known Aiden for for a while now. When did we, when did we um, first know each other? Bro, can I call you bro? I don't call you, don't, I don't think calling youth pastor bro is a good idea. My That's fine. Sir? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, bro, I'm, I did it again. It's okay. I didn't know. Just uh, keep doing I'm it. Thinking, it's fine. <laughs> Middle school? No, before that. Basically my whole life, no? Pretty much. Yeah, you were hearing kids, right? Yeah. Pretty yeah, much yeah. my whole life. Yeah. That's crazy. Dang. Those oh. pandemic years are weird because things just stopped. Yeah. For like mm-hmm. two or three oh, years. Oh, pandemic! What a time! But then I remember, remember when we started youth again. Yeah. Um, when I was becoming youth pastor, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you, you and Mackenzie started coming back. Mm-hmm. Mackenzie's my sister, by the way. Yeah. If you don't know Mackenzie, she's great. <laughs> Sometimes. No. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. We're leaving that in. I'm kidding. Yeah. No. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Um, you two started coming back, and yeah. I remember there was like, I don't know if you remember this, but. You were like easing into it a little bit. No, there was a time, time, yeah. I think I was really busy with like just life and soccer and stuff like that. I didn't really come to church all that much. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. But like, like I was still here Sundays, but just not like youth or whatever. So yes, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, for sure. But then you, um, both of you and Mackenzie, you kind of just took a hold of it and yeah. like made it a priority. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it's really awesome to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, and. We are friends. Of course. Now. And so yeah. I love that. And that's, yeah, that's great, man. We've grown mm-hmm. in that relationship. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just really proud of you oh, for thanks, being Dang, bro, who you are. That's crazy. <laughs> for becoming who you uh, have become and yeah. are still becoming. That is God. Um, man. That's crazy. Th- this, is, this is a podcast. This is just one sample of one sample. everything Aiden is doing yeah. here. This is, I'm exploring a bit, you know what yeah. I mean? We're going we're gonna to see how this goes. I'm excited, though. Yeah. I think it'll be good. Yeah. I think it'll be good. Okay. Um, how, what was your experience with friends? You know, growing up, you've talked a lot about it in youth, and your stories mm-hmm. are always funny. It's great. <laughs> but how, how, how important were friends to you, you know, growing yeah. up? Yeah. I mean, I think for anyone, it's, this, it's similar. We have different seasons yeah, yeah. of friendships, right? Um, and I spent my junior high years mm-hmm. not going to church. Mm-hmm. Um, I started going to church in high school. So those are two different distinctions right there. Yeah. Um, in middle school, like ironically, in middle school, I had, I would say... I felt like I had better friends yeah. in middle school mm-hmm. for the most part um, than I did in high school. 
strictly speaking about school, like when I was in middle school, I, th- there was something about middle school that I just loved. <laughs> yeah, okay. I just, <laughs> I loved junior high. Okay. Because I just, I felt kind of like an idiot and I yeah. was allowed to be an idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. As you get older, you're not allowed nope. to do that anymore. Jail. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I had friends, maybe they weren't always the best friends. Okay. You know, yeah. like if we're talking about wisdom, which right. we will which eventually. eventually um, at some point. Um, then maybe not the wisest choices of friends, but I had a lot of fun okay, in junior high. Fun is good. Which is not a bad thing no, fun on its is own. Good. Fun is you know? good. Um, but then when I went into high school, some things started happening. Like it happens to everyone when you switch schools. Yeah. Your friends change, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you, there are some people that move over with you, mm-hmm. um, but for the most part, it's a whole brand new um, scope of people. Yeah. And so um, I had to figure it all out again. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I didn't do a great job yeah, okay. at socializing <laughs> okay. with people. You really gotta, you, you gotta try. Yeah, I think for me, like, I've always been, like, kind of a more of the introverted side. Yeah. I mean, may, like, now you may not know that, because, like, you know, we're doing whatever, like, yeah, singing yeah. and talking, all that great stuff, blah, blah, blah. But I think, um, I think just, like, just as you grow older, you kind of get more comfortable in your own skin, and, like, you just start attracting people more like you and you may feel more comfortable talking to them yeah i know like for me i've been blessed to have like the same group of friends i've had for like ages like i remember like growing up um like all my friends we lived in the same neighborhood it's great because like well since we're all living around the same place you know basketball runs in someone's driveway or whatever or soccer yeah. at the park or stuff like that um being in the same school same classes kind of thing was great even when i moved um like last year of high school still hanging out it's great even first year of college even getting new friends or whatnot but still having those old connections I think it's just awesome because like you can't really do life alone. It's yeah. not really good to do life alone. Um, and like for people who like um, maybe don't have as many friends, you don't really need a lot in my opinion. I think you just need like two good quality, yeah. like two like good quality friends. One or two, I think is enough to get to get by. Um, there's actually some biblical stuff for that actually. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. You know, yeah. this is a Christian podcast, so <laughs> we are gonna base our opinions in the Bible. I think it's important to see like, if you never like heard the Bible before, like, know that the Bible has a lot of practical advice, just not just like, you know, existential, like theological things, mm-hmm. abstract, like what is life, what is death, stuff like that, but like practical everyday things. I think I saw like an acronym for the Bible's like basic instructions before leaving earth or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Because it is, there are basic instructions in the Bible on yeah. how to live. So we're going to go to Ecclesiastes. What kind, what the heck is Ecclesiastes? <laughs> what kind of <laughs> yeah, what kind of name is that? It's okay. We'll, we'll talk about that eventually about you know how to read the bible and stuff like yeah. that but for now ecclesiastes is like is like a wisdom book mm-hmm. in the old testament uh this king wrote it uh he was going through some stuff when he wrote this book not gonna lie mm-hmm. but we'll get into that <laughs> we'll get into that eventually it's okay though not now <laughs> but anyways ecclesiastes ch- chapter 4 verse 9 to 12 says uh two are better than one because they have a good reward for their efforts for if either falls his companion can lift him up but pity the one who falls without another to lift him up also if two lie down together they can keep warm but how can one person alone keep warm and if someone overpowers one person, two can resist him. A cord of three stands is not easily broken. Mm-hmm. I think that's wisdom right there. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That is really good. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just rereading yeah, it. Yeah, go ahead. It's just, um, it speaks, I think, about, obviously, like you said, this is a book of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, and Solomon, who wrote this, the king that you referenced, he's, there's a lot of wisdom in what he's saying because he kind of mirrors what Jesus talks about yeah, a yeah. lot. Mm-hmm. Um, he's talking about companionship with, yeah. with other people. Um, 
But I think there's also something there about companionship with God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, um, true. Mm-hmm. And I know the focus of this is friendship and our yeah. the circle that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe this is it's too early for no, this. No, go ahead. But like, go ahead, sir. <laughs> yeah. I see where you're going with this. Go ahead. Yeah, talk. Um, Jesus is a friend. Amen. He's he's meant to be our yeah, friend. Yeah. Um, and he's so much more mm-hmm. than just a friend, mm-hmm. but he's a friend in a in a very real sense of yeah, that word. Yeah. Um, and I think there's there's a lot here we can dive into about us having strong friendships um, with other people in yeah. our lives, yeah. but also with Jesus, with yeah. God who came down to earth to live among us mm-hmm. and to show us what what life can look like mm-hmm. um, in his kingdom. Um, so I think those two things, like having good, even like you said, just having like two or three, like really solid friends, yeah. um, combined with a relationship with God that's always growing, I think that just sets you up to succeed in life, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? That's good. Yeah. And that's why he's a youth pastor, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> there, there, there you go. There you go. Uh, yeah. The idea of like God being a friend, because I think it may be hard to like wrap like your mind around if you don't really know mm-hmm. like who he is yet. Because, like, you may think he's just some, like, far-off guy in the sky who has, like, no, he obviously has infinite power and stuff like that, but he's also relational at the same time, right? Yeah. And that he cares about, like, what we feel, as minuscule as they may be compared to, like, the grand scheme of the universe and whatnot, he still cares. And I think that's just, like, that's a beautiful thing because he's a loving father. He's, he wants to be your friend. You know yeah. what I mean? I think understanding, like, that relationship helps us to be better friends, too. Yeah. Um, You know, better friends, you know, lifting up each other, uh, you know, supporting each other when you're there. Uh, and yeah, just like, even if you're, if you're not a Christian or if you are a Christian, you know what it feels like to have a good friend mm-hmm. and what the kind of that, that kind of difference shows when you have good friends. I'm like, and there's like this saying that says like, oh, show me your friends. I'll show you your future and whatnot. Yeah. And kind of like that has, has value because like the people you surround yourself with can either like set you up to go somewhere or they'll hold you back to, you know, from where you're going. Right. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of also like stories in the Bible too of like the faith of other people's friends, putting them in positions to do something good. And uh, I think I got, we got a story here, I think, in Mark, Mark chapter 2. Yeah. Yeah, we got to flip to the New Testament, so give us, give <laughs> us a second. You know what I mean? Give us a second. Oh, I passed it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm doing sword drills. Oh, you know, we should do that. <laughs> On Side the podcast? Note, as a, as, oh, yeah. oh, sure, why not? <laughs> or like uh, as, a, as a youth game. Oh, as a youth game. I feel like game. we should do that. We did it in junior high, remember? And oh, yeah. they were like, I don't, what is well, yeah, this? What is this said, book? <laughs> what did you say? You said like Obadiah? Yeah, <laughs> Michael. <laughs> what junior high kid knows where Obadiah no. is? <laughs> They've never heard that before, bro. And like, oh yeah, and like, okay, we're in the series right now, off topic, in a church about dreams and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Our pastor, lead pastor, Pastor Brent Coulter, awesome guy, great guy, love mm-hmm. that guy. Uh, he said, our, our like starting verses like in Habakkuk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I knew the general area where it was. Yeah. But I think this was like the first time in like years where I almost had to go to like the table of contents in the Bible. Yeah, yeah, Which is yeah. no shame in doing if you don't know where it is. It's okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I almost had to go there because I'm like, Habakkuk. Yeah. Where is that again? Like, where is that again? <laughs> That's crazy. Okay. Where, where am I at right now? Almost there. Oh. Okay. My pages were stuck together for a second. Okay. We got, okay. Mark chapter 2. Verses 1 to 5. Do you want to read it this time? Sure. Go ahead. Yeah. 1 to 5, you said? Yeah. It says, When Jesus returned to Capernaum several days later, the news spread quickly that he was back home. 
Soon the house where he was staying was so packed with visitors that there was no more room, even outside the door. While he was preaching God's word to them, four men arrived carrying a paralyzed man on a mat. They couldn't bring him to Jesus because of the crowd, so they dug a hole through the roof above his head. Then they lowered the man on his mat right down in front of Jesus. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed man, my child, your sins are forgiven. Mm. That's good. Yeah, so uh, in, this, in this scenario, Jesus is obviously a very big uh, popular figure at this time. Uh, he still is now, obviously, but like back then you'd be like, like celebrity, celebrity status. Like who's, you, who's your favorite celebrity? Do you got one? My favorite celebrity? Yeah. Who? <laughs> I gotta be careful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who's your favorite celebrity? Uh, Off gauge based on your answer. Um. Okay. Uh, I don't know why I asked this question. Okay, oh, no, I'm gonna. Okay, let's say let's say Michael Jackson, right? Okay. As as an example, like okay. his kind of like influence back then, like you saw the crowds. And yeah, whatnot. yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. So picture that amount of people trying to stuff themselves inside the house yeah. to try and get to see Jesus. You know, living rooms flooded, upstairs flooded, attics yeah. flooded, whatever, basements flooded, the block is flooded. You know what I mean? And this guy who's paralyzed wants to get healed. He needs to get some healing, mm-hmm. obviously, because he cannot walk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, obviously there's a bigger issue too here with, um, you know, forgiving sins and stuff like that, which we'll talk yeah. about later on. But what's really cool about this story is that it wasn't really necessarily the faith of the guy, of mm-hmm. the man that got him healed or his sins forgiven. It was the faith of his friends yeah. that, got him for, that got him healed and forgiven, right? Because it was their faith and their initiative that put him in the place in order to get what he needed. Mm-hmm. And um, it's the same kind of thing that we can look for in the friends we choose and the friends that we want to be is that you want to have people who are who are always backing you and willing to help you get into positions that you want to be yeah. in, that you need to be in, that you may not know for yourself that you want, but like that they'll get you there eventually. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's just an important thing to really understand and really know that, and that God recognize, recognizes strong connections and strong relationships and he rewards those things. Yeah. So I think that's just really important, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. We see these these friends, they they give this, this friend what he needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they... And that's not an easy thing. You can see the work I that know. they went through. Bro, they drilled a hole in the roof, man. <laughs> they, Who paid for that? After? I, honestly, <laughs> they didn't just like work to like make the way through the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I assume this was the only way. Yeah, um, probably. <laughs> Must have been like really packed. Yeah. Um, and they, I mean like, honestly, they could have just said, you know what, we'll catch Jesus another time. Another time it's yeah. fine. Yeah. He's, we'll see some more of his miracles later. But mm-hmm. they like had to do it yeah. then. And so they did it. Yeah. Whatever they needed to do, they did it. They brought his friend, their friend, to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for us, like we should want to do the same thing right. in, in some capacity. Um, this is a little bit, a little bit of an aside okay. for the church people. Okay. For the oh, Christians. talk to him, sir. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> if, we, if you listening, yeah. you're, you call yourself a, a Christian, a right. Jesus follower, yeah. I think we should adopt the same attitude of mm-hmm. wanting to bring our friends to Jesus. Yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. not that we're responsible mm. for their salvation. We're yeah, not, yeah. but like we have a part to play and we, yeah. we do have in some sense a responsibility to lead them to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I say responsibility cause it's something that we can own. Yeah. We can choose to own that responsibility yeah. by saying like, we have a certain group of friends. We have people in our lives that, we might call acquaintances or friends, mm-hmm. um, and some of them don't know Jesus, um, but we can bring them to Jesus just yeah. by introducing them 
to who Jesus is, mm-hmm. whether that's through a conversation that you have or you literally bringing them to church yeah. and saying, he's someone else is going to present Jesus to you. True. Um, but here he is. Yeah. Um, but for like the non-Christians, if you're mm-hmm. not a believer, if you're not a follower of Jesus, it's just good to have people around you yeah. who know and can sense like what you need, not just what you want, yeah, exactly. not just tell you what you want to hear. Yeah. Um, that's important. That's really yeah. Important. Yeah. But um, to give you what you need, even if it's hard. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. if it hurts. True. Um, I think back to like the, the Christian part or like talking to the Christians, mm-hmm. I think there's important here like this, there's an action behind what they were doing. Yeah. I think, well, my success or like my experience with, um, you know, introducing the idea of God to my friends is mm-hmm. more, it's more important to live out what I'm saying yeah. than just to say it. Because like, you know, we'll talk about like salvation, all that stuff and how it works to company that and whatnot. But, um, you know, faith that works is dead, right? And it's not yeah. like the... It's not the fruit of our salvation, it's the root of it. So it's, um, yeah, works is just, sorry, no, works is the fruit of our salvation. Mm-hmm. They're not the root, right? Yeah. Um, but really living out what I believe and what we say and showing there's a, a change happening yeah. on the inside, it kind of speaks for, uh, speaks like multiple times volume than what I, if I would just be like, hey, come to church. They'd be like, why? Yeah. Oh, because Jesus loves you, right? Obviously there's merit in that and we should be doing that. Yeah. But I think it's far more important just to be living out what we say. Um, yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think a lot of the problems that maybe some people who aren't familiar with church or um, maybe have had bad church experience, mm-hmm. a lot of the problem can be with their experience with people who call themselves Christians, true, true. Um, but don't back it up with their yeah. actions. Like you're saying, the actions are so important, and we see action throughout the Gospels, throughout the New Testament, of people who say they believe something. And Jesus encouraging and really calling people to action, to do something. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, I understand if you're listening and you know a Christian or someone who says they're a Christian and they say they believe certain things. Yeah. But that's all they talk about is, like, mm-hmm. what they believe. Mm-hmm. But then their actions sometimes don't line up. Yeah. And I understand that. Yeah. Um, I understand the frustration with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. Um. So there's, there are some points here that based off what we just read and based off of like what we know about friends that I kind of want to hit, um, like we know that, um, being in the company of certain people will affect us in different ways and whatnot, yeah. uh, depending on where you want to go in life, where you see yourself in life, you know, our work ethic can get better or worse depending on who we surround ourselves with. I know like example, group project, practical thing, right? If I had to work with, um, people I know well, people I get along with well, I like say like a presentation I have to do or a case study that I'm doing right now in my, uh. A college course right yeah i know we're gonna get that done because we work well together and he's pushing me i'm pushing him to get that done right but if you're working with um someone who's slacking we all know we've all been there right a group presentation yeah someone is barely is barely doing anything right mm-hmm. their, their name shouldn't even be on the presentation <laughs> they're just there right you know what i mean and they say one line and you get the same grade you don't yeah. like that feeling right you don't want to be that person either so uh kind of like that whole idea of iron sharpens iron like proverbs says right yeah um so yeah, our dreams too can get bigger or smaller depending mm-hmm. on who we surround ourselves with. Um, you never really know because sometimes I know, depending on like who you're speaking to, like they could somewhat be jealous of what you're trying to do, um, and somehow be hindering the goals that you have set for yourself by like snipping them off really early, not right. encouraging you to go after and do something. Like for this whole thing, for example, like when I brought up the idea, you're like, oh, that's awesome, that's sick. We mm-hmm. should actually try and do that, right? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, this is an abstract thing. I thought it'd be it's obviously it's obviously like like a lot easier than I thought, but mm-hmm. there's still work, a lot of work that got sure, put yeah. into it, right? But having people around you who are willing to like push you 
and go forward and support the goals and dreams that you have mm-hmm. are super important. Um, our focus can get better or worse depending on who we surround ourselves with. Yeah. Um, and basically the, the whole point of this is that the relationships we choose to have with people will have a direct impact on what our lives look like. Yeah. And uh, I think that's, again, just who you surround yourself with, kind of like your friends, will, like show me your friends, show me your future kind yeah. of idea still. That, um, yeah, like being conscious of who you allow to influence you, what influences you're taking in yourself, knowing who you are personally, what goals and ideas that you have, and um, understanding what it really means to have that kind of support system around you, I think yeah. is super important. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. I think um, one last thing I'll say is it is a choice. Yeah, yeah, um, And sometimes we don't realize that, mm-hmm. but we can choose our friends. That's true. That's you have point. the ability to choose your friends. Yeah. Like, it's, it's your life. Yeah, true, yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. your people, mm-hmm. your circle, right? Um, but if someone, it's hard to do this, but it, you got to recognize when someone in your circle is not building you up. Yeah. They're tearing you down. Yeah. Um, it's much easier, I think, in most cases, just to let it keep going, mm-hmm. to um, just keep the status quo. But you got to learn at some point that you have the ability to choose your friends. Yeah. Um, but you have to also make that decision to choose your friends. Sometimes mm-hmm. you got you to gotta cut some people out That's a true. little bit or limit some people. Yeah. Um, and then you have to also pursue other relationships yeah. as well. Yeah. And also, um, you may have good friends now, but like growing up, they may change depending on where you're going in your life or whatnot. And so like choosing your, fr- your circle of friends wisely is always a good thing to do. Um, but like the friends you have now may not be necessarily the friends you have like five, 10 years down the line. And that's yeah. totally fine because people grow, people change. Right. Yeah. And you have to be okay with that. Like, but like, are they leaving because, you know, like you're just outgrowing them and like they're staying somewhere else yeah. and they're not like, excelling with you, then that's okay. If you have to leave them behind, that's okay. Yeah. Um, you still have like the memories that you have had with them over the past year. So I think it's good. And, um, the love of friendship is really important. And I think just like, just for everybody, whether you're Christian or non-Christian, uh, understanding like the love of friends kind of helps you to understand the love of God really mm-hmm. because that's him being your friend but his love is just on an infinite level infinite like grander yeah. scale than that right 100 times more um, and allowing the love of God to be your foundation like helps you love people yeah. and I think being being a Christian and you know spending more time with him getting my relationship with him deeper and stronger right has allowed me to love people better yeah. because you start to see them from his point of view right so I think yeah just allowing his love to be your foundation it sets you up to have uh, just success in loving other people. Yeah. So, yeah, all that being said, bottom line, remember this, bottom line, your circle matters. Yes. Super important who you choose to include uh, in your friendship, in your life. Don't let just let anyone in because they can, but you have a choice in who you choose to be friends with, stuff like that. So, yeah, anything else you got to say? <laughs> I got to have something. No, <laughs> if, if you don't have to, if you don't want to. I mean, you speak for a living. So, I mean, you don't have, for a living. You don't have to. <laughs> I should be a professional. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can Honestly, I kind of like the co- the comedic stuff of it. That's fine. Okay, leave fine. It's your podcast, we can, man. We can leave that in. Leave it in. Nothing? Okay, cool. Okay, we're just going to take it up from here, I guess. Okay. No worry about it. Okay. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, yeah. It's been great. Thanks. Thank you for being here, man. Hey, thank you. Yeah, no problem. And you'll see him again a bunch of times. Yes. Because uh, I know you guys, you'll get tired of hearing my voice. I'm already tired of speaking. <laughs> and this is one That's episode great. in. But uh, yeah, so thank you. <laughs> see you later. Peace.